Yo, what's up? It's your girl, DJ Narc. What's going on? Boy, it's been a while. Hi. I'm assuming you missed me. If you got some water, drink some or go get yourself some. If you got something to smoke, I suggest you get to that as well. <laughs> so here we are. And the great conjunction is upon us in a few days. I will actually be in the air for that. I have now changed my flight three times. Mm -hmm. Not realizing, of course, that I was unconsciously making sure I fly and am way up in the air when that happens. It seems to keep going like that. And sometimes I wonder how difficult my life would be if I needed things to make sense before I did them. Anyway, there is a lot going on and there will be a lot going on sign by sign with this transit. So I thought we could have a real astrology podcast and just go through the signs and do a little intro to 2021, but really starting from this conjunction on the 21st and using that as our point to start the new year. Because the whole January 1st thing, I mean, aside from just being bullshit and arbitrary and not based really on anything, um, this conjunction seems like a way better place from which to catapult energetically. And it is. It is when you will jump off. So, yeah. The only thing I've really ever liked about this normal Gregorian calendar uh, New Year's Eve is that it can kind of be like Halloween. Like people just kind of wear whatever they want. <laughs> um, which is fine, you know. It tells you a lot about a person, how they want to dress up. Um, especially for holidays. But for me, it's always just been an excuse to like wear something slightly ugly and sequiny. It's the only day of the year when I will allow myself to wear sequins. Maybe I should put it that way. Um, but other than that, I don't really see much point in it. And for some reason, every December 31st, I get a splitting headache uh, that lasts all through the evening, even if I'm in a very quiet place. So I think that has something to do with just the general level of energy that's directed at the day and the amount of stress that people feel when either trying to force themselves into having a good time or trying not to let the deeply impersonal and traumatizing uh, run through of the year they've just had affect them. I've never really understood taking stock, quote unquote. Um, but again, like I said, I don't know what I would be like if I needed things to make sense before I did them. And taking stock goes hand in hand with... Um, following a very logical plan for your life. You know, you want to see how far you've gotten on the plan. Have you kept to the plan? How is it going? How far have you um, 
got left to go. And for some reason, anytime I start to think that way about anything, I completely lose interest and I can't make myself do it. Nothing inspired comes out. Even if I force myself, it just won't. Um, so oftentimes when I leave something alone for a while, people get confused because they're thinking that maybe I don't want to do this thing anymore or maybe I don't want to be a part of this friendship or this relationship or pursue this subject, engage in this activity or sport. And it's not that. It's just that somehow the vibe of it was taken from me uh, by numbers or lists or awards or too much attention or whatever it was, the pure joy of doing the thing was gone. And when the joy of doing the thing is gone, I just get bored. But I'm also not the type to sit around when I'm bored. So I get bored for a minute and then I just go do something else. You know? Um, so this idea of New Year's Eve being a day where you take stock of what you've done in the past year and how that year adds into your greater life plan and et cetera, et cetera. It makes me... Well, it seems to take the joy out of living. It makes living into such a boring enterprise. If what we're here to do is check boxes on a list, I doubt there's anything too difficult about doing that. I don't see how a soul would need to come into a body to check boxes on a list. I'm sure all sorts of superfluous lists can be made and checked off whenever the divine would like to do so you know like what you when you think about life and what is the purpose of life you've got to really think about what an omniscient omnipresent energy would ever want or need because when you start to try to make that list you'll see very quickly that it's nothing right the omniscient doesn't need anything except that which it doesn't know yet, right? If you're omniscient and you know everything, then how could you ever not know? You would have to devise something really clever to keep yourself as the knower of everything from not knowing. You may even have to create little versions of yourself who are suspended in their divine knowledge and for a little while they forget that they're little pieces of you and while they're in this forgetful state they can do whatever they want and as you watch them do whatever they want because they can always change their mind and make it something else. You start to learn things that you couldn't have learned or couldn't have known because they didn't exist. 
You've created these little existence-producing monkeys. Why would anyone need to produce existing producing monkeys if their purpose was to check things off on a list and get in a certain position in a race? Why would the divine ever need to run races against itself? What could it possibly stand to gain that it doesn't already have? Going back to the idea that there is just so limited <laughs> a, a pool of gifts you can give the thing that has everything. But what greater gift could you give possibly than your own unique experience and how much of a waste if all that experience is, is making it? So many trials and so many failures. <laughs> it's a wonder we don't have a cynical God. So many little bits of divinity running around thinking that having a certain car, a certain human, a certain waist size, is the pinnacle of living life. Certain amount of zeros in your bank account. Not that all of those things aren't nice. But how disappointed the Almighty must be that so many are given a cosmically unique chance And that opportunity is used to create and then run a completely fake race. Yeah, I don't like New Year's Eve. <laughs> I don't like what it does to people. I feel bad for them. Like, bro, it's okay, yeah, but it's been another year. It's okay. It's been another year. So what? Like, it's like when people get worked up about their birthday or their age. Okay. And, like, <laughs> you're alive. You're missing the point. <laughs> I never get that. Why are you upset that it's your birthday? Bro, you made it. Yay! You you managed to stay alive for another year. That's quite an accomplishment. Drink something, please. So, this seems like a much better, healthier, aligned way to tackle the coming energy shift. So, happy uh, Great Conjunction. Now let's talk about it. <sighs> okay, let's start with Aries. There's a certain way that people talk and then there's a certain way that people act. You have been waiting a really long time for people to start talking. 
and acting in accordance. There's way too many fake people around you and there have been for a while. Some of them you even let into your heart, which was a mistake, but that's what happens when you're paranoid about not letting anyone in. You always end up letting the wrong person in. So here you are now, kicking yourself extra hard, first for being completely unapproachable, unavailable, and then being so available to the wrong person that now it seems like you should just give the whole thing up. Well, congrats. One, you learned something you really needed to learn, which is it's not always going to be discipline and being hard on the self that brings you gains and what you want. It's not a prerequisite of happiness for you to torture yourself. Okay, so what happens is Saturn and Jupiter move into Aquarius and suddenly the people around you that have to deal with you are realizing that when their words and actions don't match up, now instead of taking it out on yourself or isolating yourself, you're just going to call people out and keep it moving. And for the first time, perhaps in their relationship or of ever knowing you, they'll realize that you have indeed a very strong cutoff vibe. And that once you flip that switch, there's no coming back. They've heard about it, but they've never experienced it. So, give in to that energy. You know, it's not enough to see the truth in people. And no matter how much you want to be the good guy, it's very rare that you get to be the good guy. But you are the necessary guy. And so, I think it's high time that you do and say, just like you want others to do, that you do and say things that complement each other. You feel a certain way about people, you feel a certain way when people act funny, say something. Next, Taurus. Mm. Taurus the superstar. So, after this, everything's gonna move into air. This is the last time we have this uh, Earth conjunction energy. And you're really going to take great advantage of it. Everybody wants to know you. Everybody wants to work with you. Everybody in your neighborhood loves you. Your kids come to a deeper understanding of you. Your partnerships work out. Your collaborations are even better. Your face ends up plastered everywhere whether it's a facebook wall which i don't know who still uses that please stop using facebook if you're still using it please and you know that instagram is watching us through our cameras which i said like a really long time ago but we'll talk about that in a minute but if you're using facebook like and i know this is some of you are gonna be like no i need it for business okay yeah got it but please stop using it <laughs> not because of anything this is not like a political stance not because of anything, but like, please. It's like, what is the equivalent? You know, when you see someone like, it's like wearing something like super trendy from another time period, like even in the time period that they were in when they wore it first or bought it, it was almost a faux pas it was like right on the line of being like a fashion victim or a fashion victory 
Um, but then when you see it like displaced by 20 years, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, baby fat was a thing. It's like that. Using Facebook is like that. And plus, please take that app off your phone. Please delete it. Just, just do me a personal favor and just never go on there again. Because, oh my God, no, just, I'm not even going to explain. I already gave you the baby fat example. Okay. So Taurus, you're just going to be everywhere, even on those Facebook walls that you're not going to be looking at. (laughs) Your looks are coming together. Your voice is strong. Your popularity is high. Your ideas are good. You know, of course, there's always that little bit of a stumble that you guys take before you run forward. That's that there's that little kicking around of the dirt that you like to do. And you're allowed, you know, but just know that every time you doubt yourself, you really do set yourself back a few months every time because your energy is so strong moving forward. It's very push through energy. So when you purposefully halt that energy, it takes a long time for you to work up the momentum to get going again. And 2021, starting from December 21st, now in 2020, is the year of go get it. So every time you hit the brakes with self-doubt, it's going to be really painful to stop. And then it's going to take really long to get going again at a pace that you can keep up with. So momentum is everything. Keeping yourself steady on this fast speed is everything. And, you know, the self-doubt, like, I got to tell you, I'm going to be a little bit harsh. But sometimes I wonder if the self-doubt is just because you don't want to, like, you get to a certain point and you're like, oh, this is good. This is, like, this makes me happy. I'm comfortable. And then you just sit down. You know, then the self-doubt is like an easy, convenient excuse. Like, oh, you know, I probably wasn't going to do much more than this anyway. That's a lie. That's a lie. You just decided you wanted to sit down. And uh, 2021 is not the year that you're going to sit down. Not if you want to do really big things. So get used to it. And stop being easy on yourself. You're emotionally so hard on yourself and physically so easy on yourself that it's confusing. I'm talking to myself too. Drink something. All right, Gemini. Hi. Okay. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was thinking how weird it would be if I was one of those tarot readers that, like, um, introduced themselves at the beginning of the video. (laughs) No, I love it that everybody else does it. I'm I'm not laughing at anyone. I'm sure there's a lot of you listening to this that do that. That's so cool. It's It's totally fine. It would just be like dumb for me to do it and I can't explain to you why. Um, but it completely ties into what I'm going to tell you about the Great Conjunction. <laughs> um, so the thing is, you've been like cooking up to this grand success for a while now. <coughs> Excuse me, drink something. And it's been great. But 
there are steps that you could have taken to like own it and you haven't yet i think it's been the constraints of saturn for one but also all this earth heavy energy it's just very difficult to feel understood as a gemini like you hear people you know that people hear you but you can also very very easily see that it's going right over their head they want to understand you but they don't and it's extremely frustrating (laughs) it's been years now of trying to communicate and the message just isn't getting across well welcome welcome to saturn and jupiter moving into aquarius all of a sudden things start to flow people get exactly what you mean you're saying things the right way you're coming to decisions that are based on the greater good you're keeping the peace you're doing your work you're staying out of drama you're just not that interested in anybody else and it goes for everything It's a go-get-it year, and you completely understand that. Who could that possibly be? Hello? Yes? Who is this? Hello? 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 I have the weirdest feeling about who I think that was. Anyway, don't just buzz people up. So, what was I saying? Yeah, so in 2021, because you know it's that go-get-it year, you're just not trying to get, like, too attached to anything. And you're done apologizing for it, too. There are things that you have thought up until now that you needed to say that you wanted because I guess people needed to hear you say it. But there's just something about this year coming up where you're like, yeah, no, I don't really want that. I really want to do this and I think I can do it and I think I can crush it. So I think I'm going to go do it. And whether it's something you've been working on for a while that just takes a new turn or it's something completely different. It's the level of confidence that really startles people. You may have seemed confused, scatterbrained, up until the last week of December. You were crushing it, sure. You were getting everything done. But it was like your mind wasn't there. And then... Boom. Things move into Aquarius. And you feel free to make whatever decision suits you best. No guilt. It's an intellectual pursuit now. 
cancer. <laughs> oh boy. Mm -hmm. So things have been getting progressively more serious with us. And by us, I mean anyone who has a cancer rising. Cancer sign, cancer rising. Things have been maturing. There was so much that we used to think we couldn't live without. <laughs> and then Saturn came. <laughs> And one by one, it was like, oh, you think you can't live without this? Gone. Next one, gone. Next one, gone. Until finally, probably about a week ago from now, you were standing, looking in the mirror and thinking, can I really do without this? Am I me without this? Whatever that was. And maybe for those of you who are more astrologically inclined, you were thinking, is this the last time Saturn will put me through this? No, not at all. Now we get to the fun part. Now Saturn and Jupiter take a swing at your intimacy. <laughs> Yay! Everybody wants to work with you and everybody wants to sleep with you and everybody wants to meet you and you're over here beaten to shit from what Saturn and Jupiter have been doing across from you. And you're like confused. Like, no, I'm not really at my best right now. This is not when I would want to meet people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You are like those new amazing T cells that our bodies are making once we've had COVID and they like kill everything else. You have been through it. You have lost so much. And it wasn't just empty loss. It wasn't a lot of crying in vain. It was the kind of loss that taught you a lot is probably still teaching you how to give it all away, how to not hang your life or your happiness on anything. For a lot of us, it's been about vanity. That final Cancerian hiding place, look at my shell, not me. But what happens when you lose the shell? Hmm. Yeah, Jupiter and Saturn want to have dinner, but they want you to leave your shell at home. <laughs> fun. But here's the funny thing. It will be fun. Because for the first time, perhaps ever, you are going to feel like and be and look like a boss. Whatever Saturn took from you and saw you balance yourself, keep your balance and stay on your feet, it'll give back now in nice wrapped up little gifts. Surprise gifts, of course. But don't worry, it'll all come back. 
and with it, this time, will be meshed your understanding that you don't really need it. And so there are mistakes you'll never make again. Because those mistakes were based on some false assumption that you, by yourself, were not enough. Now that the past three years has taken that from you, when you get these things back one by one, you will treat them differently because you feel differently about you. The reason there has been such an absence of romantic love for Cancerians is because the love needed, the romance needed to happen between you and yourself. And just the way Cancerians fall in love with others, you have fallen in love with yourself by judging your own actions. How much work you've done, how you've defended yourself, have you, how you've cut people out. How you haven't stood for toxic behavior, abusive behavior. How you've allowed yourself to become a success and to work hard even when people didn't want you to. How you've listened to your own voice. You like yourself, Cancer, a lot more than you used to. So 2021... As long as you're willing to go to dinner without your shell on. It becomes a dream. It's not Saturn and Jupiter kicking you around. Now they want to sit and talk to you. You have a say now. So don't waste it. Talking about the wrong things. If you can promise yourself as this conjunction approaches and that a door closes, if you can promise yourself to never make your life about someone else, I don't think you'll ever lose. But the second you start to make someone else more important than you are, Regroup. Something has gone terribly wrong. Leo. Oh, the romance. Yeah. The romantic life gets a shining up. If you're wondering what will happen, ask cancers. <laughs> They'll tell you. Of course, you're going to handle it differently. You're not going to disappear. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sweet is like way harsh. Um, you're not going to disappear into the tide under the sand for a few years before dealing with things. You're not going to let it all fall apart around you and then come to your senses. You are going to start to see the signs right away where Saturn is pointing to the cracks. Whether you're alone with someone, seeing people, dating, it doesn't matter. 
everywhere where there is a crack, it will be pointed out. And you will start to feel that perhaps no one is good enough or ever will be. But that's just how it feels when Saturn is giving you a master class in relationships. You just have to bear it. And if you can find the teachable moment in every instance, it will be easier, not smoother, just easier to process. Now, I don't mean to frighten you. It's not the most pleasant thing, but it's not the worst thing either. It's just like I said with cancer, Saturn has this uncanny ability to know exactly where our foundation is standing on the wrong things. And it just comes by and suddenly kicks them out from under us. If you get really good at listening to your instincts, you'll hear the footsteps coming. And before anything gets kicked out from under you, you'll let it go. So it is possible to stay one step ahead of Saturn but it requires of you to be very self-critical then and rely completely on your intuition. You can do the second part. But I wonder if you can do the first. If you have someone you trust who can be critical of you without you getting upset, really lean on them. Allow them to be that voice of reason because that's exactly what Saturn will be and also realize that when you come out of this period your notions of love will be forever changed it is just part of your emotional evolution to now learn what love really is what commitment really is And at the end of this journey, you may not like any of the definitions that you've learned and you may decide that you want something different. But you will be able to make your decision with full knowledge of your range, how much you can give, how much you can take. And probably a pretty good idea of what that ratio should be for you. So a real deep term of learning begins. Don't take anything too personally. Use everything as a lesson that the simulation is throwing up. Virgo. Hmm. Well, there are so many veils that have fallen and you are in so many ways so exposed. That can be an amazingly good thing. If you allow the vulnerability 
you will find that there are many people who wish to be around you, work with you, create new things with you. But if you're being exposed, being um, revealed as weak, not because you are weak, but because you, like everyone else, has weaknesses. If your response to that is to become angry, antagonistic, then it can be tough. There was a certain amount of facade that Virgo lost in 2020. And I don't think it's been at all easy. In a lot of ways, I feel like Virgos have been taking their hits pretty quietly. As they always do. But <clears throat> it has gotten more and more difficult to pretend that everything is okay. Allowing people to see that pain, that weakness, that vulnerability will open up a whole new type of intimacy with people and the work that you're able to create from that. But not being seen as perfect is the lesson. How do you allow yourself to do that? Whenever you try to throw up that facade after this conjunction, it will hurt. So you may want to get started. <laughs> Libra, well, I would say in a lot of ways you've been safe because the energy just didn't provide for you to do and say the things that you need to say. Even when you felt like you could, it was like being in a current that was washing up against you. It just... It was going the wrong way. You couldn't catch the wind, let's say. And I think you were relieved by that. Because even when you tried, things didn't work out. So, you know, I'm trying. It's just not happening. But inside there is this um, relief. Because that means that things don't have to change. And there is a comfort in that for you. But now, as Saturn and Jupiter move into air, it will work. And things will change. And I think that really scares you. For a sign that is represented by an instrument that is constantly changing, 
I find it funny that you crave lack of movement. <laughs> All you want is stillness and yet the movement never stops. In a lot of ways you've gotten to be still and it's been pretty toxic. And now you don't have to anymore. That's going to take adjusting to. Because like I said, that apathy, well, I'm trying and I can't get it to work, so I don't care anymore, has saved you from doing anything and having things change. But now things are going to change. And I don't think you can hide anymore from it. So embrace it. You could be the leader of that change. Drink something. You could play the lead role in your life. You know, people are always waiting for you to. And they're always confused when you don't. The star that wants to be a star, but doesn't want to be a star, but wants to be a star, but doesn't want to appear to be a star. That's why there's that natural competition between Libras and Leos. <clears throat> you begrudge them their lack of false humility. <laughs> you want them to fake it a little bit not love it quite so much but you love it the same I think the issue with Libras becomes okay but once I take center stage in my own life then I have all these eyes looking at me and all these expectations to live up to I just want to act like I want to be in the spotlight, but I don't really. Too much responsibility. Now you're going to have to take that responsibility. And it'll be okay. You'll be fine. You're tougher than you look. Scorpio. Well, you do care an awful lot about love. Everything else seems to work out just fine anyway. But I feel like some of you are getting really comfortable with the idea that if someone wants to love you, then they have to accept the toxicity within you. Like it's a given. And it's not. And I think the next few years are going to show you why it's not. I have this fear that in the next year, Scorpios will attract people who mirror their worst toxicities. 
like perhaps you'll learn by watching it. But I'm afraid that instead of learning what not to do by watching other people do it, instead I'm afraid that you may grow obsessed with <laughs> the person instead because they so deeply resemble your toxicity. <laughs> it's difficult. Of course, like every other season, you will do your death rebirth thing. But it gets so deeply personal this time. Things you've long held as your most important personality traits, you start to see with a different eye. It's not so cool anymore. Ways that you have concretely identified start to become wobbly. Things you thought your identity was built on turn to dust. Trying to show you through all that destruction somehow that Scorpio, you are none of that and you never needed to define yourself as any of it. You are as unintelligible as death. We know it's there, but we know nothing about it. Why do you seek to identify with things just to make yourselves appear more normal or to make us feel less afraid? Sometimes I wonder. Sagittarius. Yeah, I mean, listen, it just gets easier. The money making gets easier. <clears throat> the deals come in easier. You're able to communicate better. Not much to complain about. Very lucky. Things just smooth out. And it's been so bumpy. For so long. that it may take you a few years to really get a handle on it and use it properly. Because you might just keep thinking, wow, this is easy. Wow, this is easy. The quicker you accept your fate and become receptive to this good luck, the more you can do with it. So just be observant, be grateful, keep pinching yourself, reminding yourself that you're awake and all this is happening. And if there's any narrative in your head of how you don't deserve these things, do the hard work and get rid of it. Now is not the time to let yourself fall. Especially not by your own hand, you know? Capricorn. Oh boy. Yeah, well, first of all, everything will get easier. Yay! <laughs> what a fucking relief. 
But now we go into a time where you just feel like the winds don't stop. All the work that you've been quietly doing, it just starts to pay off right as we get into 2021. And you're like, what? Nobody noticed that I was doing this for years and now here I am. Like, it's everywhere you look, acknowledgement, success, money, collaboration, pats on the back, just everything that you would want to see from your mountaintop vantage point. All the people down there cheering you on. That is what you will see. That is what you will experience, inshallah, and you will love it what to watch out for nothing except maybe do the hard work of letting go of parasites but i'm always going to say that to you guys because it seems like the more successful you get the more of them find you so just you know be cool like you can be successful without starting charities sorry Aquarius <laughs> welcome oh my god it's gonna be tough it's gonna be fun it's gonna be lucky but also sudden changes that make you go why why if there's anything that you feel that you can't live without start doing the work right this second of understanding how you don't need it if you can convince yourself that you don't need it, it will not go away. Hack. But you really have to get to the point where you teach yourself these lessons before Saturn hits them. Just just get on top of it. Get in front of it. Have an honest conversation with yourself. What do you absolutely know that right now in your head you feel like you can't live without? And start doing the nitty gritty icky work of telling yourself, teaching yourself, rewiring yourself to understand how you don't need it. You choose to use it as a tool like everything else and you choose to engage in certain things because you like them and that's what it is. So any connection that you're leaning too much on and it's giving you your value and your worth, 100%, that connection is not good for that other person. You've got to understand that. I'm going to take this right into Pisces because Pisces, this is your lesson, but it's also the Aquarius lesson, so you can both listen. You've got to understand any relationship that you have. This is actually for all of you guys, but it's for Pisces, so, but that also makes sense. Any relationship that you have with anyone where you feel like you can't exist without them, I'm telling you right now that you're putting too much on that other person. That, that friendship, that relationship, whatever type of interpersonal relationship it is, is 100% not healthy for that other person. Because what you're putting on them is completely impossible for anyone to feel good energetically in with another person. Because you are taking from them. You can have an enormous amount of 
admiration, loyalty, respect, and love for someone and still maintain your own life, sanity, happiness, success. Is it nice to have people around? Absolutely. Is it lovely to have people around? Absolutely. Is it lovely to have interpersonal connections? Of course. Pisces, are you listening? Of course it is. But any time you take a relationship out of that context and you make it about your sanity, your happiness, your success, how much you like yourself, how much you're able to get done, how you can tackle your life, what you've done is you've put a pressure and a responsibility on them that you have no right to do. And that connection for them, your connection with them on their end is toxic and not good for them. So if you love the people that you're in relationships with, friendships with, siblings to, parents to, children to, colleagues, bosses, if you love the people in your life, Stop convincing yourself that they are the answer to your low self-worth, if that's how you're feeling. They are absolutely not, and they never will be. And actually, you're damaging them by putting them in the predicament of having to deal with your self-worth. Nothing outside of you and your faith will ever give you a sense of self-worth. Nothing. Because nobody else has it to give you. How can they give you something they don't have? Nobody can do that. Nobody. The only person in possession of your self-worth is you. And you're not even giving it to yourself. You're just remembering that it's there. You forget sometimes. I've noticed this. I've noticed this a lot. You forget. You forget sometimes that you're amazing. That's my stomach growling. You forget sometimes that you're amazing. You forget that you're unique. You forget that the unique experience that you're having spiraling through time and space, no one else will ever have again. And that you are feeding into this vacuum of information a unique experience had by a spark of divinity that brought into creation a knowing that didn't exist before through free will. You forget how completely amazing that is. And by association, you are. See, it doesn't matter what you do or how far you get because you're not getting anywhere. The only thing that matters is how many hurdles of understanding you can jump. How profound can you make your particular addition to the stitch of this vacuum? Is it a bright red thread? It is, is it a neutral thread from the background? 
you're allowed to make an already incredible experience more incredible. by just allowing yourself to be. So the game you already set up, you could play. So you could learn the things you came here to learn. When you make up your own game plan, when you get here, it's usually in complete opposition to the one you made over there. And then you spend your life chasing this piñata that when you catch up with and you bust it open, there's just trash in there. And you thought it was going to be everything you ever wanted. So stop running. Take a deep breath and remember who you are. Go sit down and have a drink. Drink some water over by the fountain. Let yourself sit back. Allow this conjunction to come in fully. Accept it. Understand that we are deep into the evolution of this Kali Yuga. And then our particular sparks came here at this time to learn something very special. The curiosity in us is divine. holy game. And so we live with it. And through it. And learn. And become. Yes? Good. Have I told you lately that I love you? No, I do. <laughs> Sorry, I disappeared for a while. It happens. But I love you. And I missed you. It's your girl, DJ Nark. I'll talk to you soon.